Hello, this is the How To Be A podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Saskia. And this is a podcast all about... How to be gay. So Saskia, I've just moved in. What? Really? Yeah. I, wonder if, I wonder if it was in my room. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about that? Um, Are you getting really a bit claustrophobic? Sucked. No, not at all, actually. Because you know, like, we've always been long distance, so I just thought, you know, maybe. I mean, I haven't got sick of you yet. Yeah, I mean, we've had a few fights, but no, like, we haven't. Spats. We've had one. We've had, we've one had two. Spat. We've had two. No, we haven't. We've had one. Oh my god, is this gonna turn into another one? <laughs> no, we've had one. Okay, okay. What was it about? Oh, I don't know. I think that you weren't listening to me, and I was just, I need to be heard, I need to be validated. <laughs> Something like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we've been to a concert, we've been to Gallim Red. Yes, we have. Was it fun? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did actually. I wasn't sure if I'd enjoy it or not because. I'm not gonna lie, I do find Girl in Red's music slightly annoying. Like, I very much over to it. I think we're gonna it. get some unfollowers from it. Do you think? I think we're gonna okay, get some unfollowers. Fine, it's my unpopular opinion, but it's it it's my it's my opinion. I'm sorry, but I find her music slightly overplayed but in the sense that I've overplayed it. It's very like poppy and I tend not to listen to like poppy female singers. I okay. tend to listen to like sad female singers. Like I'm more of a Claro vibe than or a like girl Phoebe in Bridges. Vibe. But Phoebe Bridges, yeah. yeah. Um so I wasn't sure if I was gonna enjoy it or if I'd find her music annoying. Like while I was watching it, like if I'd be like, Oh, it's just another girl in red song but it was, it was so amazing. Good. It was absolutely it was She's so really good. good live. She is so good. She's like She's so adorable. awkward. She's, She's so really much more attractive awkward. in real life as well. Like me and Saskia both said, didn't we? Yeah, we looked at each other and we went, She's way more attractive in yeah, real life. Yeah, because like on Instagram, obviously, like she not just. Not that person, this person yeah. should be reduced to their appearance. No, of course what not. What we're talking about is how great of an artist no, she is. No, and Grace. she also. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> she also got um, like this throat thing and like apparently she'd been to see like a specialist about it and then they'd been like, You need to go home. And then she like went to a few of the UK um Europe Europe UK tours like did a few of them and then she went to like a London specialist after our gig like literally the day after and she was the London specialist was like you need to go home like mm-hmm. you are gonna have to have surgery so like we were the last um concert before she had to go home so but like you could tell like her you could tell her voice was like croaky but it like it still was good like she still was, was still very good, good she was really good but there were some points where i was like that sounded like it was painful for yeah her. yeah like because obviously her songs are quite upbeat like screamy aren't they yeah so i mean i loved it i mean i love her songs but i don't listen to them probably as much as others but I mean, we, it's not something that we I knew go all the words. We knew all the words to all the songs. Like you yeah. know, we'd There's listen also, to the album. It started at seven, yeah. and we arrived at half five just to go because it was in the Roundhouse, which is near Camden Market. So we were going for like a look around Camden, and we went for some food, and there was already like ridiculously long queue outside like and a load of lesbians it was amazing yeah. it was so good it, it was we literally were, just a massive queue we were too scared to go up to them and talk to them we were like we want to make some lesbian friends but we were like we're just going to keep to ourselves um i mean so we talked to us were they were very 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 friendly i've got to say i mean i've never been in like i'm the type of person that turns up to a concert just before it starts so i never queue up oh, i never but, queue up 
we did end up queuing up because we were like, we want to get some good. No, because my theory is they're gonna let any everybody in by the time the artist is on. Oh yeah, of course. But I think it's just like about being at the front, and then also you don't want to like girl in red. The fans obviously they're so kind. Like you don't want to live push in yeah. and like you don't want to get to the front and like it's not push like when you go to a them. concert full yeah. of like roundy boys and you don't really care if you push past them because that's what they're all doing yeah they're, all, like, they're too very nice to push it yeah all. so you don't oh. want to like yeah. you have to queue up to get in and get to a good spot as you are because no one's pushing in everyone's too kind for that so you know we were kind of like in a decent area but like we were, i think we were in quite we were in quite spot. a good area i mean we, maybe if we'd have been slightly further forward we would have touched her when she did a uh, crowd surf, which was amazing. Like, <laughs> literally, who? what artist does crowd surfing? I mean, is that so what you call many. it? Yeah, I, so many. I've never heard of it. I've never heard... You've never seen... I've really? never seen a, an artist do a crowd surf, or, like, what is that what it's called, a crowd surf? A crowd surf. Yeah, I've never seen that I've happen. I've seen it very frequently. Oh, well, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. And then she threw cake at us, you know, she was having a whale of a time. It was really good. Um, and we had Del Watergap on as like He's a the, really good artist. Yeah, so definitely give him a listen too. If you haven't, it's, uh, he's really good. Um, but yeah, how exciting. We went to see Girl in Red. We've got quite a few cool people we're going to see in the next few months. Like, we've, we were going to see Claro. She, like, postponed her date. So we're going to that in October. I think it's in October. October but yeah. she hasn't confirmed the actual date. Yeah, but, like, still amazing. It's it's just in Phoebe Bridges, so. we're going to a, a festival to see her. We're going to see Haim. You know, we're having a great time, you know? Yeah. We're having we're getting round all of the I, amazing I have like a girl groups and yeah. she has a, I have pyramid. a pyramid of female artists and the only one that I'm not seeing is Lord. Yeah. I mean we would have gone she's on tour, but like her tickets were like a hundred pounds, we're like two poor. I'm for too that. poor for that. So, you know. Because also I feel like if you go see a big artist, you have to be right at the front, but you're never going to be right at the front and the tickets are also going to be extortionate. Yes. Yeah. You're never going to be the biggest fan that's prepared. Because I reckon for Lord, that's like at the stage where people are camping over the night before. Do you surely. think? I never thought Lord was a big artist she until is, no, you she got is. me into her. She is. She's I mean, played on new... the radio all the time. She has loads of top True, hits. true, yeah. I mean, her new songs, her new Blue album. Blue Light, is Oh that my God. No, what's it called? Not Blue Light, that's Georgia Smith. Uh, Melo- I don't know. But anyway. Is it melodrama or something That's like that? Album. I don't even know, but her new album is just insane. I've got it on vinyl and I just love it. It's the best. It's No, that's not, that's not what it's called. It's not called melodrama. What is it called? Solar Power. That's so, it. Is that called it? Yeah. Solar Power. Solar Power. Oh my God. Go listen to it. I mean, I'm sure you have, but yeah, amazing. But I think also it's she's a really big artist in like... The sense that it would be a really nice concert as well. Yeah. Because it would be like, I reckon there'd be like a lot of bisexual gay women there. You know, you've got to love a concert with a load of bisexual women, gay women there. Like, so friendly, so nice. You mm-hmm. end up coming out with a load of friends. I mean, we didn't because we were too scared, but we could have done if we like the tried. People in front people of, in front of us were trying were to talk to us. To. And then we, I got some girl in the crowd. She started talking to me and then she asked for my Instagram and then she just like... That was really strange. Yeah, she like asked my name I and then she gave she me... Was, I wasn't sure if she was hitting on you and then realised that I was your girlfriend. Because we started kissing. <laughs> yeah, that's what... I don't know if that's what she was doing. No, I don't but think then, so. But then I don't, I don't know because she started talking to you and then she looked up because obviously I'm quite a bit taller than you she looked up and like i think she then made the connection but then she did also start talking to some random boy next to her 
I think she was just very... Uh, maybe she was just friendly. Yeah, I don't friendly. really know what she was doing. I just thought it was a little... It was very nice. She was, she was very nice, but... It was just a little bit odd. Yeah, and then we didn't talk for the rest of the concert. But she was stood next to She was to stood next to me. <laughs> but she gave me... She. I have her on Instagram, so, you know. We made Do a friend. You? Made a friend. Do you have her on Instagram? I mean, she literally followed me no, on Instagram. No, she didn't. You put your name in and you didn't press follow. Oh, did I Because it wouldn't load. Oh, okay. I don't have her on Instagram. <laughs> she wanted to have you on she Instagram. She wanted that, but, you know, she didn't get it. Okay, so this week we wanted to discuss a little bit about what kind of qualifies as being a healthy relationship. Like, what that kind of looks like. And we asked you all on Instagram as well and we got a lot of good responses. That we didn't actually think about initially yeah. and then it made us, you know, build so up we're gonna, our So we're going to go through some of those as well. But we'll say what we think first yes. and then we'll go through what other people say. Okay, so Saskia, like. what does a healthy relationship in your eyes look like? Communication. Definitely. And trust. Yes. But I think, yes, communication and trust, time apart... Oh my gosh, definitely. Definitely. I think your own friends to a certain extent, I think there's a healthy balance between having your own friends and allowing your partner to hang out with your friends. Yes. Which is a fine line, line, but I imagine that it completely depends on the couple. So like Grace and I, Grace hangs out with my friends more than I hang out with her friends. And that's just the kind of the way that it, it works. But, um, like, that's probably also a result of, like, a lot more of my friends being in relationships. But I think that's a key part of a relationship is that balance between... Definitely the balance. Friend time. Friend time on your own where you're alone with your friends because everybody needs that. And having your time with your partner on your own and then your time with your partner... And your friends. And your friends. Definitely. Because... I think we struggled with that a little bit. I think we've gotten better with it, definitely. We've gotten way better. Um, But, like, because we... Basically, we went from being long distance to then I came back home for, for like... summer. For summer, for, like, two months, three months. Two or three months, yeah. And... It was, like, still in my brain, it was long distance. And I was, like, using Grace as, like, a little bit of a comfort blanket. And we were kind of, like, living in that long distance things of clinging on to every moment you could. And it because was... it was once summer ended, you Then I had to, to go back to Brighton, Brighton and we would be apart again. And it wasn't until Grace communicated with me and she was like, Saskia, we need our time apart kind of thing. Yes. That I then realised and I was like, no, you are right. We need time apart. I can't hang out with you every time you hang out with your friends because I know you need that on your own in the same way that I do and I kind of hadn't realised that I needed that as well that I needed that I think that summer we were dependent that summer I think you didn't see your friends a lot of the time I think like compared to other like times in your life you didn't see them and you did cling on to me a lot and I don't think you've realised how much you like depended on me Um, And, like, I did as well. I depended on you as well. But I think that it almost made it a little bit suffocating um, without me even realising until, you know, kind of a breaking point when I told you um, that it wasn't as healthy as we initially thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, we've gotten over... I mean, we've kind of gotten over it. There's still points in our relationship where we have to, like, talk to each other and be like, okay, is this, like, healthy? Are we... Are we dealing with this correctly? Um, Am I seeing my friends enough? Um, Yeah, because, like, I think with girls especially, it's so hard to distinguish 
between friendship, like, because you're almost best friends, because you're two girls. You are my best friend. But, like, it's harder because you can't just say, okay, Saskia, I need a girl's night because you're a girl. So you can't say I need time with my friends because we're almost best friends. Mm-hmm. Well, we are best friends, but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think with a... I mean, I could be wrong because I've never been in a heterosexual relationship, but I can I've, imagine... I, it's easier for that it's, distinction. It's a lot easier to distinguish between, okay, I'm going to spend time with my friends now and then I'm going to spend time with my partner. Um, So I do think it is a bit harder. I mean anyone can disagree but i mean me and saskia have kind of talked about it a lot and it is it is harder isn't it to like kind of distinguish that um and we've like experienced that like looking at other people that we know and their relationships and like how they're coping with that i mean we know a lot of lesbian well we know a few lesbian couples now we're friends with them and we we can now see how they're dealing with what we dealt with like maybe seven but months ago but i think ago. it's also the result of a lesbian relationship is that you go like the stereotype is true because you're like i feel like girls are very much more emotionally connected yes and then you more immediately invested. yeah you immediately go into that I have to spend every single second of every single day with this and person. And you almost are best friends. Like, you, And I think that it sometimes yeah. takes lesbian couples, especially, a while to realise that. Yes. That you not, like, realise that you don't need to spend every single, yes. single second of every single day together. And it's not necessarily... I don't want to be with Grace every single second of every single day. As much as I love her, I just went swimming without Grace and she went to the gym and I had a lovely time. Yeah, we both enjoyed our time apart and then mm-hmm. we could talk about all the stuff we'd done separately when we with were each together. other. Grace yeah. wants to hang out with her friends with me not there. I want to hang out with my friends when Grace isn't there. But then we also want to include each yeah, other. And we want to spend time together. Yeah, definitely. It's about a balance of different things. But and I also think it's hard. It's very for... hard to get that balance. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like, I am still figuring it out for myself. Because Saskia is my best friend. And, like, it's hard to be like, okay, I'm so comfortable with her. I would rather sit in bed and watch a movie with her or go for a walk with her and talk to her about absolutely nothing but have the best time in the world than push myself to see my friends sometimes. And I think that is the hard thing that I'm dealing with at the moment. It's because it's easier when they're your favourite person. Why would you want to hang out with anybody Why would else? you want to hang out with your friend? I mean, when obviously... in reality, you do. You, you do, do you and once you, once you actually do hang out with your friends, you realise, oh my gosh, I missed you so much. I want to see you all the time. But when you get into that cycle of seeing your partner um, every single day and you're just comfortable with them, you don't want to push yourself out of your comfort zone, it's hard to, like, push yourself to go see your friends. And, like, they might be the best friends ever, but it's hard. And I think that, I mean, I remember, like, I think in year 12 or something, my one of my good friends just got into a relationship with a guy. So, I mean, it can be both ways. It can be with a boy, it can be with a girl. It could be with a hetero, in, like, a heterosexual relationship. It could be, you know, gay, straight, whatever. It can still happen. My friend started to, like, distance herself from our friendship group. And I was really resenting that. I was thinking, oh, my gosh, she's so, like, 
she's just thinking about being in this relationship with this boy doesn't care about us anymore and I got really angry about it but then actually looking at it now it's so much harder to push yourself and see your friends when you're so comfortable with your when you're so much more comfortable with your partner yeah yeah my idea of like a healthy relationship and what that looks like is having your own life so you being an individual and living your life with your friends your family seeing them all the time doing your own hobbies doing your work and like striving for what you want in life and then having that partner of yours alongside that to enhance your happiness I don't think it's healthy obviously I think a lot of people know this um that it's not healthy to depend on your partner for happiness I think that if you can like take your partner out of the equation and you still think your life is going to be amazing and if that person you're dating is like suddenly going to break up with you and you obviously you're going to hurt from that because that's absence of like love but if you're still going to have a great life with lots of different things going on in your life that's great but if you're not you need to think about what's going on in your relationship and if that's healthy do you agree i agree okay cool (laughs) so um i mean a lot of these things are pretty basic basic ideas but i think that it's hard i think it's hard to distinguish what is a healthy relationship because it's so and also like oh when when yeah and also like every relationship is healthy and unhealthy in their different ways. I think that like what works for one couple can be so different for another. Like what is whatever makes you happy, honestly. Okay, so one person when we asked on Instagram, well, our Instagram by the way is at how to be gay podcast, said trust, loyalty, communication, which I completely agree with. I think they're just like the main the main three. Yeah. I think A it's good really important. Three, yeah. yeah. But I yeah. I agree. I think there can be times when maybe someone's lacking trust and it could still be healthy. I mean, obviously, when like me some and people have trust... go out on nights out, obviously, we both trust each other, but then there's, there's still always that voice a, We're both in very anxious people still niggling in the back of your brain, slightly. I mean, I do trust you. I, mean, I trust you. Yeah, I, if you go out, I'm not thinking, oh, my God, is she going to get with somebody? But, like, yeah... You you get a bit jealous, but I don't think that's got anything to do with the lack of trust, right? Right. Communication. Definitely. Definitely. But also, some couples are better at communicating than others, and some like couples communicate in different ways. Yeah. Which is what healthy for one person might not be healthy for another. Yeah. So we so we quite often we're not we're quite good at communication. I think that's our downfall. But Do you not think? I know, I think we are quite good at communication, but sometimes, like, I find it quite tricky to talk about how I'm feeling and I'll get to the point where I'll snap at Grace about something because I'm feeling shit. And it's at that point where it's, like, kind of gone past that I should be talking to Grace. Yes. That we, we and communicate then we it. And then we get into argument. it. And, and then, then we realise we'll it's realize all just because I just, just needed yeah. to talk about how I was feeling and I'm just feeling shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone else has said, when it just goes along with your life and you live together while looking out for each other. So that's a bit like what I said. That's a bit like what I said. I think that's a really lovely way to put it. Yeah, definitely. I love that. 
Like it's just an, a nice little addition to your life. Yeah. And you just support them and care for them. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the m- most amazing little response. Equal respect of boundaries for each other. Everything is done equally. Um, do, you th- do you agree? Yes. Oh, I think all of no, these are pretty good. No? I, I think maybe that everything is done equally. I think perhaps I don't think there's any. I don't. Well, I presume I'd have to. Well, I'd have to have to ask this person. Okay. Because it's to what extent are things done equally? Like, what? No, because for like rent, for example, I don't think it should be done equally. Okay. So talk about rent. So like rent, I saw this TikTok the other day, and it was that rent shouldn't be. paid equally because if one partner's earning 100 grand a year and the other one's earning 20 grand they should be paying in that ratio of 10 to 2 and so the like it it was this tiktok was essentially saying that with rent you should the impact of like the detrimental impact of the loss of money i suppose Mm. in lesser words i don't know how to make that a smaller phrase should be felt equally yeah so if you're earning loads, you should pay more rent. Of course, yeah, I agree. I mean, some people never think about that and then end up having fights about money and different things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how that girl was kind of saying it, but I think, like, equality in, like, some things, like, I don't even like, know. Like doing chores and stuff, I oh, think, yeah. should be equally shared. I mean, me and Saskia are not good at that. Saskia does a lot I more do chores than I chores. do. Yeah. I just Hence make say, chaos. I think chores should be equally shared. She's having that was a that's, bit of a grudge. That was a dig. That, yeah, was, that was a dig. dig. Grace. That was definitely a dig on me. Yeah, that I'll accept very that much one. Was. Yes. Okay. What else? Equal portions. Equal nah, portions. One person might be hungrier than another. <laughs> okay. What? Right. What else has someone said? Communication and trust is the key to a healthy relationship. So yeah. very much like the first one. Yeah. And then someone, like, sent us a massive paragraph, right? Yes. I'm going to summarise it. When someone values you as much or as much as or maybe even more than themselves, they help you grow as a person. They also let you grow without them as a person. Definitely. She talks about respect, making you feel safe. All needs to work both ways. And then... And then she, very interesting calling. A healthy relationship does not always equal love, though, and vice versa. Love has a lot of the same factors as a healthy relationship, but you can be in love and in a toxic relationship. I would agree with that. 100%. That's so wise. I think that is that is very wise. Definitely. That's blown my mind a little bit Yeah, there. fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to get my mind around that. I'm trying yeah. to wrap my brain around that one. So you can't... So just because you're in love does not mean you're in a healthy relationship. And just because you're in a healthy relationship doesn't mean that you're in love. Fuck. Like, you could be in a really, really healthy relationship. You could be doing all the stuff that we're talking about and having a really healthy, um, you know, supportive dynamic. And then there's no feelings there. Or, like, it's starting to fizzle out. And you need to distinguish between... Am I stuck in this monotonous cycle of, you know, being sort of happy and, like, healthy and having this person around and not putting myself out there to find 
the love that I deserve. Do you know what I mean? Oh, do. Because, like, I think a lot of people stay in relationships for convenience, right? But I I also think people stay in toxic relationships because they're in love with that person. Yeah, so it it goes both ways. I mean, I think it's hard, though. It's hard... It's better... It's harder... Wait, it's easier said than done, right? What? Being in a loving, healthy relationship? It's easier said... No, it's easier said than done. Like, us just saying, you can be in love, but it could be a toxic relationship. You could be in a healthy relationship and it might not be love. It's easier said than done. You can't always, like, figure that out straight away. Like, it takes time for people to realise. But I also think it's important to add that I think, my opinion, that you can be in a healthy relationship with some elements of it being more toxic than others without it itself being a toxic relationship. I don't understand. So, like, as in you you can be in a healthy relationship... But maybe at that moment in time, like, maybe, like, a close family member has died or someone close to you has died mm. or you're feeling especially like your mental health is not doing great at that moment and you're you're therefore depending a little bit more on that person, which is a toxic trait, is dependence. It's toxic to depend on somebody, but in that context, it isn't because you're suffering with something you're feeling Mm. not yourself and therefore you need to depend like i'd say that i depend on you significantly more when i'm going through a stage of feeling really really anxious if i'm going through an anxious period i depend on you because you because you calm me down Mm -hmm. because you make me feel safe and I don't think that is something that is toxic. I think that if it's something continuous throughout your relationship, mm, yes. then that is toxic. There's a level to which it becomes overly toxic and a level to which something that you need from your partner more than other times and sometimes you need your partner more Yes, and doesn't I, necessarily equate to it being, oh my God, you have to break up. Like, you have to break yes. up with me because I've, I'm feeling anxious for the past week and I need some more cuddles. Or it could be like, for instance, in lockdown, I was not dealing too well. Um, and we were kind of, I think we were stuck together for a while. Um, and it was starting to get a bit claustrophobic. We couldn't go out as much, you know, nothing was open. And it was beginning to become quite tedious and yeah i think we were both getting claustrophobic we were we were very like mentally unstable we couldn't afford to have you know teams or what is it called like skype um therapy sessions like we were very like uh, we were stuck we were not feeling the greatest it could be it could have been you know like if that that was in a normal situation that would be toxic because we were very much depending on each other we were fighting we were not feeling too great i was having panic attacks and like crying all the time and sasuke was having to like look after me and sasuke was like i mean having panic having panic attacks and i was (laughs) crying all the time (laughs) so we were like not really doing too well and like you know, if sometimes... A, a, a toxic relationship. Yes. If it comes from within the relationship, then it's toxic. If it's an external thing... Yes, 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 It's yes. The, your, the external factors that need to be changed. Yes, and I think that also sometimes it's, like, easier to be like, oh, my God, this person's depending on me too much for something, like, you know, an illness or someone's died and they're grieving a family member or something like that or, you know, job, job 
problems job loss loss, money 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 problems you know anything and that a significant other might be depending on you and you might be like oh my god i can't deal with this this is too hard Which this is, is toxic this is toxic this is you know going on for too long um and sometimes it's easier to be like i'm want to get out of this one this is, is too hard fair. which is fair but i think that it, you've got to know that it's not gonna be forever and i think that like sometimes it, what what kind of looks like a toxic relationship is just your partner needing a bit more support mm-hmm. and you possibly needing a bit of support from maybe someone else or like telling them and communicating with them okay you're exactly. not doing too well communication. communication it just comes back to communication and it's like okay i'm not doing too well as a result of you depending on me too much so maybe can you find some external like help like can you get help from your other family members can you get help from a professional do you know what i mean i know what you mean okay cool um so i think that was kind of like i mean i don't know how long that episode was but i'm i'm hoping that that helped anyone that's listening um but just like a cool topic to discuss not that we're experts on anything no we literally do nothing we're just giving our opinions and like kind of and let us know let us know let us know if you agree or disagree if you disagree with something that we've said and you think that in actual fact we're wrong definitely we want to hear um and we also love love getting so many messages don't you think it's great how many messages that we've had that like from people that have just said oh i've listened to your podcast and i love it i love you guys so much i'm like it makes my heart go crazy like it's so nice we've had quite a few followers um in the last few months um like quite an increase in followers right we have and it's quite cool like i don't know i mean i never thought it was going to get this big i mean obviously it's not big it's not big but but it's like i thought we'd have like 200 followers like it would be a bit like oh god um but you know it's slowly slowly getting bigger and i like it i like that people are liking it do you know what i mean i do what have you got to say about it nothing nothing well we're also we're struggling to build we've hit a, a wall and we don't know how to build our our podcast yeah about how to gain more followers i think like if anyone's got any tips on algorithms yeah apparently there's a you can you can work with the algorithm we don't know how to do we have got we're so clueless when it comes to instagram and technology and all that um so yeah if you've got any advice on how to build up an instagram that would be perfect because you know we're just here like clueless here Bye, thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember our Instagram is at how to be gay podcast. And if you have any questions or topics you want us to talk about in later episodes, just give us a little DM. Just slide into our just DMs. Just slide into our DMs. Just message us, that'll be great. See you later. Bye.